What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Naime, and Kim with Digging It with Naime. If it's your first time on the pod, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back, family. How are you doing, Kim? Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you doing, Naime? I'm all right. All right. That I is wanted to very exciting. What'd you say? I said, doesn't it sound very exciting? Well, it is what it is. I don't know. I'm all right, though. Um, I wanted to update you and us about a few episodes ago. I think it was two episodes ago, maybe three. We talked about the venture, not the venture capital, but the uh, fund, venture fund that a man was suing because he thought it was. Oh, yeah. Do you have an update? I do. Uh, a judge strike down on it so basically he cannot sue Mm. so but that's just one judge I don't necessarily know if I'm not mistaken I think he can take it to another judge and see if I don't know I'm I'm not 100% certain about that but I know that at this point the judge is like this is unconstitutional you can't sue for this so how many times can someone like retake something to court I wonder. I don't know, but I, but I, from my understanding, sometimes it depends on the judge. Like, from my understanding, you can take it to a different judge, and they may agree with you, and so then it'd be a case. I don't mm. know if that's accurate, though. I, I do not know if that is accurate, but that is what I think. Interesting. Okay. What do you have for us today? Well, quite a few things. So, first thing I wanted to talk about was we have all experienced, um, or not experienced, let me rephrase, have witnessed um, uh, Britney Spears. Um, And I don't know if you've seen any, like, I don't know, do you watch, or not watch, but, like, do you follow any, like, TMZ or The Shade Room or any of those? Yeah. Platforms? Okay. So recently, Britney Spears, she's been known for the videos that she's been doing on IG. Um, People are like, oh, she's just dancing. She's just having fun. She's usually like twirling somewhere in her living room, things like that. Um, Well, people actually were starting to get concerned because um, so she popped up in a video with knives. Right. And so she was playing with um, with knives. And so people are like, oh, man, um, when I was reading like the comment section, I believe this one was for the shade room. I don't I don't remember. But anyways, so people a lot of people are like, man, I shouldn't have signed that petition. Do you remember um, the petition that she had? There, yeah. that, pe- that was going around and people are like, um, get rid of her conservatorship. Mm-hmm. Um, so now apparently there's a lot of people who, um, are questioning if they're able to reverse it, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think it works that way. <laughs> I'm n- not sure at all if that's, that's the case. Um, but it made me think like, you know how the, the saying, like, nobody knows you, like your family knows you or nobody knows you, like your parents know you. Um, and it made me think like when everybody was coming for her sister and her dad and her mom, like, do they think they were actually oppressing them or protecting her? I, I said that wrong. Were they 
oppressing her or were they protecting her? Um, so it drew into question like a lot of interesting com conversations within the comment section, um, which led to like just searching up different articles and things like that, just about mental health and conservatorship um, and like what rights people have and when can others step in for the safety of, of the, the person that is showing signs of some type of issue. Um, so I just wanted to bring that up and find out what, what are your thoughts on that whole situation? What do you think of um, just one, the conservatorship, like of when it was in place and she had it? And do you think it was a good idea for them to have um, gotten rid of it? So I think that <clears throat> once... Once people know, whether it be your best friends or your family or the public, your job, wherever, once people know that you are dealing with some sort of health, mental health situation, they deem you that forever. So I think about, I used to have panic attacks. I haven't had a panic attack in a while. And yet I have people still bring up my panic attacks. Um. I, I can think of multiple, I, I guess what I'm saying is that like, once you're branded with a mental health issue, you're always a mental health issue. Um, you're always, that's, that's who you are. And it's unfortunate because just because she's, and she says they're fake knives first off, mm -hmm. but it's like, just be, mm, she, she's a performer, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of, so I am a hip hop dancer, right? But I have been trained in other areas and I think it's not, it wouldn't be odd to me to see Britney Spears, see her with knives, knowing she's an artist and a performer. She was an artist and a performer, whether she still does it, okay. And what I mean by that is like, who's to say she's never been trained in knife throwing? Like she could have, like she has the money. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think it's really dangerous for us to assume that every little thing she does mm -hmm. is, is distress. Like even in how you worded it, that doesn't mean that she was having, and I don't know her situation. None of us do. But that doesn't mean that she is having a uh, mental health break or she's having a moment or whatever. Like she's she's using this to express herself. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that she is not having a moment either. But I'm just saying that it's not fair that that's what we rushed to. That's not fair for her because now she's branded as a risk always. And so for people to do a whole wellness check, like again, that's not okay. Cause she could be literally well, but now mm -hmm. she's branded with this forever. And I don't like that. That's my main takeaway from the whole situation. I don't have any further thoughts on that. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing. I appreciate it. Yeah. What do you have for us today? Uh, my update. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was for us today. The update was it. Okay. All right. So this is a Kim takeover. Bam, bam, bam. So today, Naime, we are going deep, 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 deep back in the day. Okay. So I just recently got back from a work conference. And one of the, or not one of, the main speaker that was there, um, her name was um, Elizabeth Gilbert. 
if I said that right. She's a woman who wrote uh, Eat, Pray, Love, the book, and that went on to be like one of the best-selling books um, of her time. And then they did a movie with Julia Roberts and that whole shebang thing. And so I haven't read it yet. Have you read it? Yes. I okay. own the book. Oh, beautiful. And did you love it? It was cool, yeah. Okay, awesome. So she was a phenomenal speaker, like blown away. Okay, like she, I have never read the book. I've never really read anything of hers, but she was a phenomenal speaker, like had me hooked the entire time. Um, But one of the things that she said is that she craves um, connections with people. Like she craves um, actually having like human to human contact and interaction um, beyond just surface level things. And so she has a new book that was coming out or has come out and she was on a book tour. And so one of the things she said was, um, that if she's going to challenge other people, like to step out of their comfort zone, like she wanted to take part in that journey as well. So she tasked herself with, um, basically, basically, um, asking every single person that she meets, any new person that she meets, um, a question that's going to get them to to go deeper into who they are and where they're at in their life. Um, She was like, basically, everyone, we operate in the world as like a, almost like a robot, if you will. Like we ask the same questions. Like we say, oh, what's your name? Where are you from? What do you do? Like we, we have these things that almost define us without actually saying who we truly are. Um, a so part of been... that, I think, and I'm sorry for interrupting you, but I think no, a part no. of that is also just the idea of like, how are you doing? Knowing a lot of people ask that because they feel like they have to, but they actually really don't care. Mm. It's, just, it's, it's one of those of like, it's a, um, it's a space filler. It's a space filler. Yes. Yes. And also, and I thought it was funny because she, <laughs> the one she said was, she was like, people ask all the time, like, Oh, where, where are you from? And then she's like, I'm from, I, I forget where she said now, but she was like, I'm from Boston. And then the whole room was quiet. She's like, exactly, because none of you guys care. Like, <laughs> I was like, I guess that's true, because you'll forget about it as soon as you leave the room, right? Like, I mean, unless you have just a great memory or whatever the case is. Um, but she was saying, like, I want to ask people questions that'll actually get them to talk. Because when you ask where someone's from, someone might not like where they're from. Maybe they don't have a good experience of being from a certain place or maybe people don't even like their job she's like how many people like what they do so she was like so why if you ask them a simple question like that and they just say oh I'm in research or oh I'm a scientist or whatever like if they're not passionate about it you're going to get nothing from them and so the question that she decided to ask um, every new person that she met was what is the most exciting thing in your life right now or what are you looking what are you most looking forward to in your life right now and everybody was like hmm she's like oh I know we get the eye rolls we get the people who are like why are you like asking that question she's like you would be so amazed by how many people actually end up telling you about themselves answering that question um and so she gave a couple of examples um which Two of the examples she gave I thought was awesome. She was like, I was um, about to go on to a talk show to promote my book. And one of the makeup artists was doing my makeup. And she basically 
Um, she was like, she was just this very stoic woman. She had a frown on her face the whole time. She was like, she had piercings everywhere. She was just, she looked like she was just mad at the world. And I was trying to make conversation with her. And she just really wasn't interested. Like it was, she was giving me like one word answers. Like it was, she's like, granted, it was like four in the morning in New York. So she probably wasn't like wanting to do this, but she was like, I was really, really trying. She's like, so at one point I was just like, you know what? she don't want to talk to me I'm just gonna get on my phone you know we can act like she's like she's two inches away from my face but we'll we'll act like we're not in the same room basically I'll get on my phone she can do her job and we'll just leave it at that and then she thought back to what she said she was like no I want to I said I wanted to have human to human like true connections so she was like I decided to ask her what is something that you're most excited about in your life right now and then she was like the look on her face she literally stopped doing her makeup and she was like oh my gosh I just found out that uh it was something about Mars she was like I she was like her whole demeanor changed she started talking about space and how um NASA just found out that um there's like something no no No, it was something else, but she, she was like her entire demeanor changed because she was talking about something that was important to her. She was like, so we ended up talking. She's like, she did my makeup for about an hour. She was like, at that point, I couldn't get her to stop talking. Like, she was like, it was a complete 180 um, from like when we first started. And she was just so excited. And then um, I, when I was leaving, when I was like, oh, well, I, I got to go on now. <laughs> she was like, oh, well, thank you so much. Like, and just, and I was just like, wow, I wonder how many people feel that way. Right. You go through your day to day and you're just like, oh, this is the normal. I go to work, get up, go to the grocery store, come back home, go to the gym. Like, you know what I mean? Like just those everyday things that you, you're, you're not really looking to interact with people or you don't feel like people would care what you're interested in um so with that being said and now now she said it doesn't work on everybody so don't think like it's a a great story each time um but she did say um that it it opens the conversation for that and she had a few more examples but I won't do that now because I want to get to the meat and potatoes of what we're trying to do so I wanted to go deeper Naime I wanted to ask you some questions um to to find out more about you and find out more about your life and what's going on and also just how you perceive yourself so are you ready no first off you gotta go first and I'm not really feeling this if I can be honest with you but go ahead (laughs) so yeah because girl I'm just this sounds like labor that I'm not trying to do, but I will do labor, labor, labor. Labor. (laughs) So you're going to go first. You're going to ask the question then you're going to answer it. And then I'll answer it after you. Okay. Thank you. So the first question is, what are you excited most about right now in your life or looking forward to right now? Um, For me, I would say um, moving would be mine. Uh, it's a little bit of a bittersweet uh, because I really, really want to move. But as anyone who's ever moved before knows, it is such a pain 
um, getting things in order and packing and just um, getting movers and just the whole shebang. So it's a process, right? Um, But I would say that would be the thing I'm currently most um, excited about. How about you, Naime? I am most excited for the fall. It is my favorite season. Ooh, I love that. And why do you love the fall? What about it is makes it your favorite? Just the change of weather, the change of seasons, the meaning of fall. And then I really enjoy uh, the Halloween. Halloween is like one of my favorite holidays. I don't really celebrate it, but I just enjoy seeing kids light up and just get excited. Okay, okay. Fall is amazing. I love fall. The weather here finally cools down and it's a, a it's a feeling that you can actually feel. You know, it's not just the temperature saying it's going down like you can drastically feel the difference between going outside at night right now versus going outside in July. Um, that's personally why I love it. Um, and then also the leaves that are on the ground. And then you have the pumpkins and you just have all these fun things. The fair comes, you have, um, um, down the blank on the different activities, but you know what I'm talking about. Yes. There's a bunch of, bunch of different things to do. There's parades and all of that. So it's just a fun time. Next question. What are you most proud of in your life right now? Oh, that's right. I'm answering first. Sorry. (laughs) What I'm most proud of right now is um, I would say where I'm at in work, which I know kind of contradicts what I said about like, you know, people they don't really care about your work stuff. But I, I enjoy what I do, um, for the most part. And so um to be where I'm at right now, um, in my my career, I'm I'm proud of that because I've gone through some really, really crappy jobs <laughs> um before that I just really did not care for, really did not like or that really stressed me out. Um, so I, I am blessed, thanks be to the God that I, I'm in a position where that I actually enjoy and I'm able to learn and grow in that. Naime, what are you most proud of in your life right now? I am most proud that I live on my own terms. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I don't really let the pressure of what society says I should be doing or should be going or should be looking like determine how I live and what I do. I recently had someone, I had two people say it. So I had two different people say, you have a lot of hobbies. One of them said it in a way of awe, like you have a lot of hobbies. And it was like, like, that's cool. The other person was like, you have a lot of hobbies, like disgusted. Um, and both of those made me feel good because the one made me feel good, right? Of like, oh, I'm inspiring someone. That's awesome. And the other person, it made me like, it made me think that 
my living on my terms and my doing the opposite of what we're supposed to do makes you uncomfortable. And I love that. Mm. Like it doesn't make sense to you for me to be a 30 year old woman living on my terms. Like, and I love that. That deserves a snap, a snap uh, round of applause. You better come on, honey. (laughs) That was good. Um, Now, even do you notice that even with that question, it could have been answered simply, but you got to explain a little bit more of who you are. Well, I felt like you were going to ask me. So that's why I did that. I wasn't going to. I was literally going to leave it at I get to live. No, I I, I was going to let you talk. Well, I I was going to be done. I wasn't going to say anything, but I figured you were going to ask. So I just kept saying it. But either way, yes, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I hope naturally like people do that just in general. Like you just continue on because you know what one thing is awkward to me. I feel like Uber rides are super awkward. Like unless you have somebody. <laughs> I was in that... the Uber, and it was the most uncomfortable Uber. Boom. And I feel like you totally could not read how uncomfortable I was when I was texting you. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I was working. That's yeah, but okay, I I was so so little y'all. So I was in an Uber. And my Uber, um, when I was going to get into the Uber, he's failing, flail, flailing his arms. And he's obviously having an argument with someone on the phone. I'm like, this is uncomfortable. I get in thinking he's going to hang up. I'm in the car and this man is on the phone. And he's like arguing, literally arguing with someone. And then he's like, oh, my fault. I got someone in the car. And he turns around. He's like, don't worry. I'll get off in a second, honey. I'm an ape. I'm a five-star driver and I'm like oh my goodness <laughs> but he kept saying he so he stayed on the phone the car drive is a is a 20 minute drive he was on the phone for the 15 for 15 minutes mm. but he kept saying I'll get off the phone a little bit I'll get off the phone a little bit I'm a five-star driver don't forgive me to give me five stars I just felt so uncomfortable <laughs> and but he kept yelling and arguing with someone Mm-mm. and then when he got off the phone um he was I guess he, he's a basketball coach he used to coach I forgot what school, but a, a, a D1 school in Texas. I don't know. But he, it was just uncomfortable, and I was just uncomfortable. And he was like, because, so so here's the thing. I'm in the car, obviously. Like, I can pretend I don't hear your conversation, but obviously I hear your conversation. Mm-hmm. And so I started asking him questions about his conversation, and he starts laughing. <laughs> He's like, so I guess you were listening. I said, well, I mean, you were I mean, what else am I going to do? Someone. But I left. The last thing he said to me is like, I hope you – uh, I hope you know you're giving me those five stars. And I just felt oh. so uncomfortable. Yes, exactly. I felt so uncomfortable. Like, this man knows where I live. This man, like, nah. So I just gave him five stars. But I was so uncomfortable. I'm like, I I don't like Lyft anymore. Like, Uber, Lyft. I don't like them. I'd rather just stick to my car. Or public transportation. Don't nobody talk on public transportation. It's wonderful. <laughs> I love public transportation. I just wish it was... Okay, multiple questions easier. on that. One, why did you... Um, um, what was your reasoning for, for still giving him five stars? Because I just told you. Because, girl, he knows where I live. And I just felt uncomfortable. Like, I didn't feel safe. Did you think he was going to come back to your house? I don't know. This man was yelling. Kim, when I tell you, I'm not making this up. He was yelling and arguing with someone. I'm effing this and I'm this and I'm this. Why I got to prove myself? Like, nah. I Look, bro. I don't know who you talking to. But I'm not trying to be a part of it. So, 
my second question of that is, were you able to hear the receiver response? Like, you know how sometimes people have their phone up a little loud? No, 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 no. But I know it was a man. Okay. Third question was, did he finish the call by the time you got out? So the last five minutes. No, he said he would call him back. Well, I think, actually, I think, I think this is how it happened. So, again, I'm uncomfortable, but I'm a little annoyed. And I think the last time he says, um... He said something like, all right, I'm about to get off the phone. And I think I was like, well, you said that a few times ago or something like that. I, like, made a comment about it. And so he laughed. And then he's like, all right, man, I really do got to go. And he gets off. But I had made a comment about it. I'm like, you were on the phone the whole, like, it's already been 15 minutes, sir. What you mean? Like, I only got five minutes left in this car. Mm. But I also, and I try not to answer the phone when I'm in a car with someone. Um, typically, I only answer a phone call in a car if it's like the people I'm going to see, right? So they need to know where I'm at or my parents or my brothers because they there's some, there could be something wrong. But I try not to answer the phone when I'm when I'm with people in general because I think it's just really rude. And I just and in a car it's always like hard because I'm supposed to just wait till you're done. Like I can't play music, I can't do nothing but wait till you're done talking. So I try not to be on the phone in a car anyways. In your car or other people's car? In both. Like I said, I try. I may not always do it, but I, I really try hard. Unless it's, again, the only numbers I typically pick up are if I know, like, if you and I were in a car and we were going to dinner with another friend and that friend called, I would pick up because we're meeting that friend. So I need to see maybe something happened and or my parents and my brothers. That's the only time I typically pick up. I won't pick up any other time. Got you. Okay. So I have one more question and, but I kind of want to, I kind of like this direction it's going. So it was on the similar path, um, but I'm going to switch it up a little bit. So the next question is, was going to be, what is your um, most bizarre um, car experience? Like in a, whether it be public transportation, whether it be um, Ubers, Lyfts, cabs whatever um the original question was like what was one of the most bizarre moments you've had out in public but I actually like the the car conversation because this is kind of interesting um for me I would say uh one time when I lived in Chicago I was on my way to the airport Um, And this was a little bit before Uber and Lyft. So I had to get a cab. Um, And I remember the cab that picked me up. He had a, um, the the cab company had a partnership with my school. Uh, So it was like their advertisements were all around. I've used them before, nothing crazy. But I happened to have a like super early morning flight. Uh, I want to say it was maybe at like 5 a.m., 6 a.m., one of those and so I had to be at the airport bright and early. It was dark outside, middle of winter. And so he picks me up. And the first thing he says is, do you have cash? And I'm like, wait, what? And back then, you can pay with anything, right? It, it, you did not have to have cash. I just want to put that out there. And I was like, no, I don't have cash. I'm, I'm a college student. Like, what would I look like? And it's, the, I'm sorry, let me go back. The ride itself is like 60 something dollars plus tip. Again, very familiar with this cab company. I've used them before. Um, Wait, so but, you were, you were going to pay through your debit card? Like, how are you going to pay? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Through my card. 
yeah, which I've done a million and one times before this. Okay. So he, I get in the car, he closes it, whatever. And he, <laughs> the guy, um, he's like, do you have cash? And I was like, oh, no, but I have my card. Like, I'm confused. He's like, I need cash. It has to be cash. And I'm like, then let me out the car. I'll cost right. That's else. what. And that's what I was like. Oh, that's he's like. No, no, no. I take you to the ATM. So this man drove me to the gas station, girl. I'm not, not. I'm not paying girl. a dollar to get money out. See, mind you, I want to say I had to have been like maybe twenty. I'm just young and just oh, it's four in the morning. I'm trying to get to the airport. Like, <laughs> what am I gonna do? <laughs> kind of thing. I'm by myself, so. He drives me to the gas station to get cash, girl. So I get out. I get cash. It was the craziest thing. And then he's on his way driving back to the airport, okay, with the new cash that I just had to get. Um, And then on the way, he starts taking a different route. Again, I tell you, I have been with this company multiple times, gone to the airport to and from Chicago multiple times. And this was a different way. And I'm like, where's this man going? I'm I'm so confused right now. He's like, oh, well, I know a shortcut. I'm like, oh, okay. The man then proceeds to tell me a a news story about a guy who was going around, um, like, chopping people up or something like that. Girl, (laughs) what I tell you. Let me out. It was the right now. Keep bizarre. the money. Shoot, you can keep my stuff if you want, but let me out. That is one ride. And I've had some crazy rides, okay? This was by far, I would say, like one of the weirdest. And I'm like, why are you telling me this? Like, it's so early in the morning. So I decided I called my mom, who was on Arizona time at that time it hadn't been like what 1 2 a.m i don't know but i got on the phone with her in the cab I'm like hey just want to let you know i'm on my train to the airport like just talking like just so i'm with know. damien damien's taking me to the airport <laughs> damien what's your last name yeah <laughs> so that was my experience like that i was petrified um still a little concerned years later like i wonder whatever what about with that man um but uh yeah that's my story what is your most bizarre I don't, I don't think I have one I think that one I have a lot of man a lot of crazy stuff has happened to me in general like oh gosh if man if y'all only knew half the stuff that I've been through um <laughs> And not even like all dangerous stuff. Just, just, just random. I, I just have a lot of stories. Just random, crazy. Like this is a movie. Like my life is very much so dramatically a movie. Um, it's a movie. So I can't think of anything other than that one time. I can. I mean, there, man. There was this one time. I guess I don't know, but I remember this one time we were in New York. Ah, I knew I was like I hope she tells the New York story okay for my birthday I turned 25 this was in 2018 so I turned when's 28 was that five years ago yes I turned 25 Mm -hmm. and I was there my friend Yasmin was there I went to high school Yasmin and then she was my roommate in college my sophomore year of college 
And then my friend Leslie was there. Y'all know Leslie because she does the podcast with us. I met Leslie at work right after I graduated college. And then we became best of friends. And we're still friends to this day. And then so Kim knows both of them through me. And so we were going to New York City for my... Oh, you ain't going to mention me? And Kim was there. <laughs> I thought I said you. Kim's my best friend. You guys know who Kim is. So the four of us were going to New York City. And it was for my 25th birthday. It was... My birthday's in January. So it was during the winter. Um... And tickets, first off, I need to say, tickets in 2018 was literally, I think we spent 240 on a yes. it was so two-way, right? Back and forth, a round rate <sighs> trip, $240 on these tickets. Those are the good days. And we decided we are going to go to some club. I think it was our last night. No, it was the first night. No, it was the last night. It was the very, very last night. We went... Um, we went to the last like little club or whatever. Kim had to be back because she was leaving early in the morning. Kim, I don't we know. Need these early flights. I need yeah, to stop I don't that. know why she, she flies that. I mean, I do that, but my early flights are like 10 in the morning, like that. Like I do nine. that so I can still have the rest of my day. Yeah, see, I don't care for that. I, <laughs> I get back and I still have the rest of my day. But I'm not waking up at no four o'clock. No, I, I think that's that's not that's not me. I'm going to leave at 10 o'clock in the morning because then that means I can wake up around 7, 8, and I'm good. Anyways, so she had an early flight. So we were li- we literally went to the club for an hour. Like, there's no reason to even go. But we went. And then on our way back, we got in some Uber. And I sat in the front. Behind me was Kim. In the middle was Yasmin. And then Leslie was on the left of Yasmin. And there was this man driving. I don't I, – I felt fine. Okay. Motorcycles. I know I heard it, so that's why I was gonna wait because I can just edit that out. Um, so I felt fine. That thing was like really, I didn't feel like wrong. But Leslie, I think it was Leslie who started it. She texted us in the group chat. The four of us <laughs> and was like, "Like, are you like? Does anyone else feel uncomfortable?" And I'm like, "Nah, what you mean?" And I guess Leslie didn't feel comfortable. She felt a little uncomfortable. She felt unsafe. I guess. I don't, I don't really know why, but this man had like a really thick, like Italian accent. I don't even know mm-hmm. what he was. It was a white man. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know like the accent, but he was very much so like blonde hair, blue eye, white man, right? Old, old, older man, but definitely like a little white mobster, low key. That's, I think that's what maybe, <laughs> that's maybe what Leslie was going to think Good. in her head. Leslie, if you are listening to this, this is great. Okay. So anyway, so um, the man had the heat blasting. Because it's cold. We're in New York City. New York is cold. I think it had snowed the day before, the morning, right that morning we were at, at night. And so we stop at a red light. And I'm like chilling. I'm like, whatever. But Leslie's like, watch him. And I think what Leslie was saying, I think she got into Yasmin's ear. So then Yasmin got Mm -hmm. paranoid. She -hmm. may have gotten to Kim's ear. Either way, the three of them started getting a little paranoid. And so they were like, what is he doing? Watch. What did you say? As a side note, I was laughing because I just thought it was hilarious. Actually, I want to say you were laughing too. I was laughing. I was. I had no. Because, because, I'm laughing out loud. This man. We were like, in this car like. Uh. And we're all quiet. We are all quiet. No one's saying nothing. I'm like low key laughing. And it's like a. It's like a. Um, an SUV to a black SUV. Yeah. So maybe that's also why she felt a little sketch. Anyways, we're at a red light. The man. Um, oh, oh, that's what it was. Because when you got in the car, the first thing he did was lock the door. Yeah. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. And that she don't like that. I that's my car, once I put it in 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 
like gear to drive, drive it locks it locks when I date that's the first thing he did he gets in the car and he locks the door so like I'm used to that right like that's nothing new to me I, I've seen people do it so it didn't phase me but I think that's what it was that freaked her out she didn't like that she didn't feel comfortable yeah. with that okay so we stop at a red light and this man does not unlock the door <laughs> but he opens his door and gets out and gets out the car <laughs> now Leslie is like nine. She literally was nine, 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 nine. So I didn't freak out. I'm like, because again, I wasn't, I was not phased. <laughs> we was about to be on taken. So that's what she thought. She, she, she freaks me out. So I'm looking at him. I, um, we're in New York City. So I normally have a knife with me. I travel everywhere with a knife. And I always have a water bottle. And my water bottles typically are pretty thick and like hard. And I, there's purpose in that, right? Like I'm very a purposeful person. Anyways, I didn't have none of that because we traveled on the plane. So I couldn't take any of that with me. So I'm just in my head like, okay. And then so I even said, I was like, all right, y'all, like, look around. I said, get ready just in case we need to run out the car. He just took his sweater off because he was hot. And then he hops back in the car and we were fine. But it was so weird. It was so weird. And then he just drove us back and we were home and fine. But when we got there, Leslie was like, that would be a crazy way to, like, kidnap someone right like if you were doing sex trafficking or whatever yes now the thing is i don't know enough about uber and lyft but from my understanding it's like a very thorough background check i don't know if that's actually accurate that's what i think it is question about ubers and lyfts so i don't know say that one more time i said i don't know how accurate that is because i've had some questionable ubers and lyfts yeah i don't know I don't know either. I know I know there's been some like racial things happen. I don't know about people getting kidnapped though. And I mean even Loki assault. Like I know a few um black people and also native people who've been like physically assaulted by people and they're trying to drive off because they didn't want to like it's it's a whole thing. But I don't know. Anyways, I it was just so funny because I it literally was, was like like when I tell y'all my back was against the door on the handle like <laughs> like just in case let me watch this man and see but he just was hot and needed to take off his he just was hot and needed to take off his sweater what did yeah, you say that I said I wonder if I still have that combo because I was laughing so hard because I thought it was the funny it's first of all when I get scared, my knees go out. So, like, there ain't no running or moving or whatever for me. So, I Did we ever to tell laugh. that story about what happened when we were at the apartment? <laughs> Can I tell the story? Wait, that's... Okay, I'm going to do it in a question form. Okay. Okay. But I want to finish off this car one real, real quick. Oh, okay. <laughs> real, real quick. Because that junk was so funny. And I need the people to know. That your reaction was priceless. You was ready to like you look like you were about to go into a three ninja pose. Like yeah, I was ready. Like and I had this dress on, like a skirt. No, actually, I was wearing because I was I was wearing pants. Actually. But I had my boots on. Like I had these real sexy boots. But the heel is hard. Like I look, I was prepared. She was ready. Y'all. She was ready. If I was gonna die that night. Best believe I was gonna leave with somebody's uh, blood on me because I was gonna be scratching and fighting hard. They're gonna just take me out. I cannot. Oh my god. They're gonna be like, Naime went out fighting. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. I was not about to just go out like that. No, ma'am. I literally have to look through my phone see if that conversation. Is I still hope there. you don't. My phone like deletes things after like at least two years. You would have. That's five years ago, bro. That's 2018. 
That's dating. Um, I'm over here just saying names. I said two of my ex's names. Look at me. Just bold. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's the question? So I had, so <laughs> you just reminded me of a story because you were like, um, Ubers and Lyfts, they have to be um, Background. Uh, vetted or whatever. So I had a Uber recently, actually, or it was a Lyft recently um, when I had went to Chicago. Um, it's always the Chicago roads. Anyways, so again, another early flight. Um, and I had to um, get to the airport. It's dark outside, it's nighttime, whatever. This man comes to pick me up and he's like in this, <laughs> like the best way to describe it is like this Steve Harvey suit. Okay. Like it's colorful, it's bright. Mind you, it's like four in the morning. Okay. Um, but he's like, the, he's not old, old, but he's not young. And so I, that's the best description I could give. But it was hilarious because he was just in this fresh suit. Like he just... I don't even know where he was coming from. So anyway, so he, he gets my stuff in the car, whatever. He's just trying to have a conversation. He's like, oh, well, what brought you to Chicago? I was like, oh, I'm just hanging out with friends, whatever. Um, He's like, oh, are you from here? And so like, it was, it was basic conversation, right? And so I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. But mind you, again, it's four in the morning. I'm tired at four in the morning. I don't know about you. I don't know if like I'm a conversationalist that early or at least a good conversationalist that early but the man he ends up asking me he was like um so you got a man and I'm like what yes I'm gonna just lie <laughs> don't I hate that question especially if I'm not into it yes I was like yeah he's like um he's like well I mean like how often do you come back here I said mm, I don't want you no. right right and then he was like well what time is your flight at and I was like <laughs> Take me straight there. In an hour. Can you please give me? So he was like, you got a few minutes? I'm like, no, I I don't. Please take me to the to the airport. So anyways, I wanted to tell that story because you was like, I think they have to be qualified. And I'm like, I don't think they do. But anyways. <laughs> I didn't say qualified. That's not what I said. I said or vetted I or think whatever. They, 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 run, they run a background check on them. I don't know how deep it is, but I know they run a background check. Hey, background check is, do you have a license? <laughs> I mean, you can't stop someone from flirting with you, like, in the idea of, like, I can't, I can't stop my employee from flirting with you. I can tell them not to flirt with customers, but that don't mean, you know what I mean? I suppose, yeah. Anyways, um, did you want to tell the... Nope, that's for another time, because that's going to take a minute. Okay. Well, I am so glad we got to have this conversation and I would just like to point out that in both of our answers, we were able to tell a little bit about ourselves. Um, and it made us want to share a little bit more than a basic one answered word or so. And so I just wanted to say, like, she had a great point, Elizabeth Gilbert, when she was saying, like, let's get past surface level um conversations. And Naime, That's you me. personally tend to do that all the time. I hate small talk I hate yes. it I despise it like I don't care about none of that I, tell me t- like yeah I'm all for it and people some people make some people really uncomfortable mm-hmm. and it makes and then some people like it really yeah and so, and I've I, man I've had people cuss me out <laughs> I mean but you be asking the real real personal <laughs> but I've seen you do like the 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 
the basic questions too, like what we just did. But sometimes you'll be like, so why are you this way? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I see, find a happy medium, people. If I encourage you to <laughs> step outside your box and get to know people, make human to human connections can spark for some really great conversations beautiful thank you for sharing that I want to add not add but I want to say I um saw today that um a minimum of seven hugs a day will bring like a good life like I guess like good health good life it's really good for you mentally emotionally physically um, and then 12 hugs a minimum a day is for a great life. Supposedly at 12 mm. hugs a day, it's like it can really change your health. It changes your act. Like it does even more. And I say that because um, I think we, sh- and you know me, I-, I love touch. But a part of like asking these questions, let's also embrace each other with some hugs. I went to class and I was I've, I'm, I was kind of feeling rough today. I've been feeling a little rough lately, if I can be honest, a little overwhelmed. And I ended up, I was just annoyed. I did not want to teach. I was looking at my little students, my students. It was my hip hop one. So um, I think they're like six through nine and they're so sweet, maybe seven through nine, seven through 11. And they're so sweet, but I, I was just not feeling it. And so I ended up telling them, about the hugs and then I said if it and I'm teaching my kids about consent I was like if it's all right with you I would love a hug and every single one hugged me except one she goes and when she first walked in she was coughing really heavy she said I don't give you my consent (laughs) she was look she was coughing really heavy and so I looked at her I said you're sick huh and then she's like yes and I said so why'd you come and she's like, my mama paid for this class. She said my parents made me. And I was like, um, I said, are you really, really, like, you're for real sick? She said, yes. And so I put my mask on. I said, all right, I'm going to keep my mask on. And then I had forgotten. So when I got to her, everyone hugged me. And then I looked at her. I was like, it's okay. You don't have to hug me. Um, I was like, I, I respect your, your um, I respect you not giving me the consent. And then she's like, oh, no, no, no. I would love to hug you. I just know you don't want to be hugged by me because I'm sick. And I was like, that's beautiful. I was like, I thank you so much. I appreciate your respect for me and my consent. Mm -hmm. So it was was just all in all a very learning moment. But after all the hugs, I got all together today. I received 15 hugs. I feel, I felt even better. So it was good. Yeah. But all right, y'all. Way to end the episode. That was sweet. So all that to say, connection that was a point connection touch can also be a way great way to connect maybe not with strangers right but (laughs) also make sure you're asking for consent don't just be expecting people to hug you and or whatever like ask for consent but all right peace (laughs) peace love and joy